Greetings from Hannibal, Missouri. And welcome to Rivertown Review, the podcast. An informative and hopefully entertaining look at all things Hannibal. With Megan Rapp. People tend to come, visit, they like it here, they move here. And Harold Smith. In our biased viewpoint, this part of the country, this community, is an excellent place to be from. And now, Rivertown Review, the podcast. Welcome to episode 19 of the Hannibal Rivertown Review podcast. I'm Harold Smith. And I'm Megan Rapp. And we welcome you from wherever you have uh, gone to find us. 19 episodes already? 19 episodes. Holy moly. No, thank you everyone who is listening. And since we have the insight into all of the inner workings of the podcast, we know that a lot of you are listening on Apple Podcasts. Thank you. Apple Podcasts. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. Well, Although, of course, other people go to our website, rivertownreview.com. Find it there. There's a link there. And uh, we're on Google Play Music and we're on Stitcher uh, if you want to find us there. But I, I've always hesitated to talk about all that because I really don't need to tell you where to find us because if you're listening, you have found us already. Found us. Yeah, you found us already. And you're going to leave a review soon, for which we thank you. Yeah, yeah thank you for all those wonderful reviews. Reverse psychology going there, yeah. Uh, but, uh, but we did get the review on, uh, you know, like two friends sitting on the front porch talking about events. Exactly. We, we did get that. And what, what, what was the Mark Twain quote, quote about compliments? Uh, oh. I can, I can get by for a couple of months on a comp on, on, a good one, on good compliment. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. So we're still sailing on that one. Uh, so. yeah, we're still working on that. I don't think it's been a couple of months yet. No. Uh, but, uh, if, if you are a regular listener, if you have binged, listened, uh, and gotten up this far, you know that. Sometimes uh, it's just uh, Megan and I uh, talking about whatever comes to mind, and uh, sometimes we have the opportunity to have guests in studio with us, and this is this one of those we're times. we're bringing in the big guns. We're bringing in the expert. Absolutely. No pressure. No, no pressure. Michael. No pressure at all. Michael Gaines is the executive director of the Hannibal Arts Council. We've talked about the, uh, the arts community in general terms uh, uh, on uh, previous episodes, but uh, the, the guy that uh, knows... Uh, all, all there is to know about the arts in Hannibal is Michael Gaines. So you, you have been, well, first of all, when it comes to uh, your time uh, in Hannibal, uh, you have been here a long time. <laughs> yes, half that, my life. You, half your that, life. Half my I'm life. Gonna break, that was a little rude. You do not <laughs> I don't look just... a day over 60. <laughs> you do not just throw out the age here. I What's didn't, going I on? I didn't say a thing about age. So, Megan, how yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's, 25 I, years I is a long time. 25 years, yeah. a wealth of experience. Yeah, that's right. In the arts. Yeah. And, the and this, this is, uh, and we talked about this before, the Hannibal Arts Community uh, there are people that have come from far and wide to and looked around at the arts community and go, I kind of like it here. I'd, I'd like to live here. And that's and a good bit of that has been organic along the way. Sure. But there along the way has also been concerted effort to grow the arts community in Hannibal. Yeah, I think on the visual arts side, you look at someone like uh, Steve Ayers, who um, 
work has been in the community uh, for a long time as well. And he and his friend John Steckley from Louisiana actually got together and said, hey, wouldn't it be nice? We like living here. We think it's a great quality of life and real estate's not too expensive and you can have a business and you can go to art fair. So let's invite other artists to also uh, move to Missouri and specifically Hannibal, Clarksville, Louisiana, and see how see how it goes. So they like invested like two hundred fifty dollars in an ad in a niche Ooh. magazine, and, and this was in... it generated back in the nineteen nineties. Yeah, so, I mean, yeah, so it's been a while. So they just put an ad, and the, it generated some interest where artists actually came here and looked and said, yeah, this is a good place to live. I think I can create here. Uh, the communities are beautiful. I love the river. I could buy a house for a little of nothing. Or I'm coming from Seattle or you know, Connecticut, Maryland, wherever they were coming from, going like, hmm, this is all right. I mean, one artist, um, Michael Cole, actually, he and his wife at the time came to town and they bought the church on Broadway. And then the real estate agent goes, and they're like, oh, my gosh, this is great. This is the price. And the real estate agent goes like, and the house next door comes with it. <laughs> <laughs> and they're going like, we got a house and a church for that price? <laughs> hey, we're coming from Seattle. We can't even afford to rent, hardly, which is why we're also thinking about moving to the Midwest. <laughs> and they so, got a church and a house. Church and a, and a house and a parking lot. It's, like, amazing. So, yeah, I mean, the stories like that go on because um, – you know, they're moving from much larger metropolitan areas, you know, come to a small town, uh, have a collective of artists who are actually already traveling this national art fair circuit so they know each other. So the organic part comes in, probably the most, yeah, organic is their friends come visit and they go like, oh, I'm, I want to buy a house. So over $5 million in real estate has been sold to artists in Hannibal over the years. I, I heard a rumor um, <laughs> about about I heard I heard easy, a rumor that, that an artist came into town and bought a house with a credit card because it was so cheap. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. So you want <laughs> if you think it can't be done, you can come to Hannibal, golly, Missouri, and buy a house with a credit card. <laughs> the epitome of put affordable it, housing. Put it on your plastic. <laughs> yeah, needed some improvement, but. <laughs> But there's no one like artists to take creative approaches to uh, redoing houses. And I've seen some of the funkiest things um, in homes in Hannibal that are owned by by artists because they think outside the box and they've done some amazing, amazing renovations. They take a home that I would say, I have no idea what to do with this. They look at it. They can see it done before they even, yeah. Yeah, the the visionaries. Right, yeah. That's awesome. Are you so pragmatic that you... Can't do that. You're so linear and pragmatic. I I can swing a hammer. I think it's really it's, it's, it's more it's more as far as got me beat on that. Call, call Megan for demo day and and and, 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 get, and then when it's done yeah, and then <laughs> when, when it's done yeah when their fixer upper is yeah I'll bring, I'll bring the welcoming bottle of wine. That's, yeah, that's yeah, there you go. That hey, everybody's got their gifts and you just got to do what you can do. And if you you know add all that up and think about the life of the the artists uh, who are living here, how it's affected our community, whether they've opened studios or bought a building, had a gallery. You've got people like Ava Goldworks, um, you know, Nancy Kaufman, who actually just moved back to California. She bought three properties uh, in Hannibal, and then you still have people moving in. I mean, we still have people come to town. It's mm-hmm. Most likely, though, it's friends of artists. 
is what is happening now because there's not a Northeast Missouri Development Authority that's behind it, which used to be a part of the development part. But now, as you said, organic works well, and it's still working. I've always found it interesting, too, that people, you don't know how many artists are in Hannibal because a lot of them, their market is not Hannibal. They, they live here. They create their work here. Correct. But then the art show circuit, you know, going down sure. to Florida, California, East Coast, West Coast. Um, yeah, Missouri's in the middle. Yeah, yeah. No. Anybody with a map knows Missouri's right in the middle. I mean, if you got like Ty Taoli, uh, he does the top art fairs in the U.S. He, he lives here. He also lives in Seattle. Has a house there. Has a house here. He's bought a second home uh, to do a studio. They're doing an Airbnb. They're doing. I mean. They're doing a lot, and they live here most of the time. But, yeah, we don't necessarily see their work all the time, but we get to see them around town. Michael Cole. Uh, Michael Cole lives here, does the top art fairs. And if you go to, like, the top five art fairs, you'll actually see a um, list of artists, and you see Hannibal, 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 Hannibal. Probably five or six. Mm -hmm. And you can go and to look at that same art fair list and go, oh, there's one artist from... Colorado. There's one artist from Florida, but we're doing getting multiple show. You know, having that. I mean, I went to the St. Louis Art Fair, and I'm like looking down the list. And I'm like, oh, cool. Matt and Victoria's here, and Ty and his wife are here, and Michael Cole's <laughs> here, uh, and that's kind of cool because you don't see any other one city show up on an art fair list like that. <laughs> so it's good for tourism. It's good for Hannibal, and I don't know, it makes you proud to. I want to live here now you were talking about the real estate aspect of that i know in a study you did a study uh, what the, a year ago two years ago something like that about the the total economic impact right. in, of the arts of the arts community umbrella sure. yeah and warning this is actually very interesting because economic impact usually it's not the most riveting yeah you yeah we guarantee your eyeballs will <laughs> not will, will not glaze do not over hit pause no do not do that because this is this is good stuff yes yeah i mean it was over five million dollar economic impact in a year's time and that was a uh, documenting through concert association bluff city mark Twain museum hannibal history museum hannibal arts council uh did i say hannibal concert association yeah mm -hmm. we did surveys um so we did a lot like hundreds of them so it gives a good really good sampling and they you know the data comes back and was hannibal participated for the first time uh, in this national study. And yeah, it was over $5 million economic impact with nonprofit arts only. So if you add in the galleries, add in with people like Ayers Pottery or add in Ava Goldworks, I mean, you've got a huge economic impact of what money's coming into the community. But then we've also got like, we're spending money in our community. So we've got, uh, we as nonprofits also contributing uh, money to the community because we're not asking for everything for free so we're actually paying our bills we're paying employees we're paying for what you know whatever U we utili need utility bills or whatever. utilities yeah. and all of that and you know it's, it just does add up so it's it's pretty amazing uh, actually to sit back and, and think about that it, it makes it seem like you know the arts aren't just like us sitting around in our office painting a painting i mean we're actually we actually are Don't a business lie. that's what you were doing last tuesday right i probably was i mean we are an industry and we are about fun and we are about people's quality of life and expressing themselves and having a venue and a place to sing or dance or read poetry or paint but we really you know underline it is we're business 
We bring money to this community, and we spend money in this community. Yeah. You talk about various kinds of art. I'm, I don't know if I should, should mention this. And the last time you and I got together, um, I, I'm just wondering if you ever were able to, to make an art out of you, – you locked yourself out of your office last time I heard. I locked myself out of my <laughs> office, but in my way of thinking, throwing it out to the world of like, um, show me where my key is. I had hid my key <laughs> on top of a Michael Cole photograph. Ah, Okay. Don't know why, but I just reached up and there it was. I had ah. no idea. I couldn't see above it. I just like, you know what? Sometime I come down the stairs and I had the key in my hand okay. and put it there. So the art was involved as well. well yeah, exactly. I did not have to break into my own office. I, that, that's having never locked my keys in my office ever. I did. I didn't. I told you when you left here. I did not want to read your name on the news for breaking and entering. I didn't, no. Didn't didn't want to do that at all. <laughs> no, it worked out fine. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and the um, well, to me, you, you talk about the artists and all of the, uh, the the people who refer to themselves as as artists along the way. The scope of the Hannibal Arts Council and the various programs, uh, even even those of us who are you know who are art in no way, shape, or form. Yeah, we, we we are we are we is artists. We aren't is we? artists. Yes, thanks we is. to the Arts Council yes, and, we is. and 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 programs they do. Yes, both of us. You bet. <laughs> the, the photography channel that is that's the yeah. one aspect the shows that you do the the parts of the exhibits that you have through the year. If you can take a picture, you're going to stumble across a good shot along the way. And Megan and I both did at one time or another. Yes. And yeah, and we we've, we've both been. We've been both the part of an exhibit. So now in our own minds, we are also <laughs> yeah. part of the artist community. No, and, and that's exactly how it should be. I mean, you, yeah. you look at like, you know, we're not some big metropolitan area. You don't have to see art isn't just in a big museum. Like it is literally, hey, I'm going to take two hours and come to an arty party. Or hey, I sing the church choir. Hey, I'm in a community band. Hey, I'm quilting. Hey, I'm, you know, yeah, maybe I'm Juilliard trained and I just happen to come to Hannibal and live here because my spouse moved here um and have to deal like, with like like like, <laughs> like, like brenda beck fisher did <laughs> or yeah you know you've got people who are just happenstance of life like in hannibal the arts are everything it's at every level it's not meant to be uh pretentious it's not it's every day and it's just people doing the you know, creating the art i don't care if it's a masterpiece at the end of it I am glad that they've sat down, taken the time to come to a Tuesday watercolor class and learn something new. Like they've taken that two hours and given it to themselves. They've they've learned something new, and if nothing else, they've um, had so many instances of people like you know when my husband passed away and I started coming to these watercolor classes, and that group of people that I met, regardless of what was going on art wise, really. Um, that made such a huge difference in my life. And that was one way the arts indirectly are working with things, issues like that. That's not just the program. And we don't talk about that enough as far as, yeah, come to a concert. I was like, oh, you know what? You're coming to a concert as someone that has never stood up in front of anyone and sang before. And that just gave them the start of feeling like, oh, what I have to say is valuable. Or that people actually appreciate it. Like hearing a podcast and hearing the feedback from that. Artists are, you know, no different. And it's like, I saw your work. A lot of first-time people take going from art uh, in their home or just doing a class and actually putting it in an exhibit for them to come into the gallery and see their work in a gallery is the coolest thing ever. They're like, my work's in a gallery. It's like, uh, it's amazing. Like we had a guy who was, uh, 
uh, we had done an exhibit with developmental disabilities every year. Guy walked in. He saw his artwork it sold. He started bawling, started crying. He was like so I was like, I am so proud of myself. And I say like he he said, um, maybe I can't call myself an artist after all. And that you know what difference that made. It's like, yeah, program, program, program. But underline it, we're all humans and part of the art experience in this level is about the programs, but it's I like to look at the other layers too, and I get to see that. Okay, episode nineteen, Megan tears up because yeah, we're because all of we're a all, touching story about how in here, yeah. exactly about how how yeah. the arts. I'm like Oprah. You. <laughs> I promise not to jump, jump on the on couch. The couch. <laughs> <laughs> we need a couch. Let's here. not do that. Yeah, and no, yeah. And, and no, everybody's not getting the car. Thank you for joining us for the Hannibal Rivertown Review Podcast. We'll get back to the show in just a moment. We want to remind you that if you like what you're hearing, be sure to subscribe and leave us a review. Also, for comments and suggestions, you can email us at rivertownreview at gmail.com and visit us at rivertownreview.com and Rivertown Review on Facebook. Hopefully there are not people out there with the perception. Some people, when they hear about the arts community, they they think about uh, yes. people who, who are looking down their nose at everybody. Sure. And uh, now that... Yeah, it can be intimidating and it can be scary. It's a lot to put yourself... You know, if they're putting themselves out there, whether it's through words or painting or whatever, it is kind of intimidating even at this level to come in because you're not know what the reaction is going to be. But we are so like... I mean... I don't know. I just think we have to be approachable at every level of people creating or expressing themselves at all and can't be pretentious. Like, and we're, I mean, we're not the Met. We're not, you know. <laughs> it's it's, it's about every day. It's yeah. just like, yeah, I'm not downplaying what we are. It's still important, but we cannot set a barrier so people have a bad experience in the arts. Just I mean, the, I don't want that. Just so, yeah, be, yeah any, any arts council that would take a picture of a dish of ice cream from an old disc jockey and put yeah. it up in an exhibit it was uh, the photography channel so they have a topic every time and that time it was desserts and i'm going oh yeah i was sitting in the steakhouse one day and just took a picture of, of a dish of ice cream i had in front of me posted <laughs> it on facebook which was kind of sad how many likes and and uh, that i got from this little dish of ice cream but with a little sad people had, yeah something like that but well i you know okay full disclosure more people more than people ever cared to know uh, I put sprinkles on it, and one of my one of my one of, one of my tired old lines is that uh, you know have put I have dish of ice cream, put sprinkles on it, and I posted and with the caption uh, the forecast for today, a hundred percent chance of sprinkles, and, and and I got I don't know how many dozens of good. likes I got on that. And and I when when Michael came in one day and talked about the photography channel on desserts, I'm wondering I wonder if I still have that picture in my phone. And I did. And you did. And, and I you submitted said it. it. And it's and it was in. And it doesn't get more and, approachable than that. And, and it's in, on a fifty five inch television in yeah. our gallery as called the photography channel. So that was really designed I designed that for the idea that one, we could have a whole nother exhibit without using gallery space on the walls yeah. and photographers they didn't have to pay for printing it because we wanted just like everybody to feel like oh i can text a picture or i can email a picture to yeah. the arts council as long as it fits the theme and be a part of the photography channel so the last one was a river runs through it and we had yeah. like a hundred and some photographs of mostly the mississippi river but it's just beautiful to like sit there and look 
at the loop of pictures. And, and then you like, get community yeah. involvement, and, and then you community get involvement, community support, and, and then you get people more interested in the arts. Yeah. And it's a right. great big happy artistic snowball. And, <laughs> and and in the interest of full disclosure, it was the river runs through it that Megan had her picture. I did. In there, yes, yeah. of a big Ferris wheel by the... The uh, River Thames. The River Thames. <laughs> you, you went a lot farther to get your picture, and I went to get mine, that's for sure. Yes, that was the entire reason I went to London. Oh, of course. Of yeah, course. the only reason to get I'm going to send this picture to the Arts Council. <laughs> you know the funniest one in the whole this year? This because our last one was River Runs Through It. Uh, the last photography, cha- or the photography channel this year that had the least uh, participation was selfies. And that was hilarious because <laughs> I could have gone to people's got them for them without them knowing they were <laughs> they were entering them because they don't want to admit I'm taking tons of selfies. But I could have pinpointed people that should have had it. But that was the least. So like, no, I don't take selfies. Yes, you do. <laughs> <laughs> you do. I've seen them. Yeah, I know he's taken pictures of me without my knowledge before. Of course, yes, you're not the only true. one. Yeah, because he'll, he'll, he's getting ready to do a talk back on the radio, and then he'll take a picture and, uh, of me without me knowing it and say, getting ready to talk to Harold on the radio and post oh, it on Facebook. Well, yeah. usually it's only when I'm actually on time. Uh, well, yeah, yeah, that's like, true. Like, look, I made it. Uh, yeah, there's that. Yeah, it's the wonderful cause... thing about podcasts. Nobody knows when we record. Yeah, no, so they, they don't know. They don't know that you're. We're, how many? How, it's three in the morning right now. Do not like this. And sitting, at all. sitting here with nothing but our, you know, boxer shorts. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Right. It's it's just theater of the mind is is how that works. Yeah. Uh, I think you just made it a horror story, Carol. <laughs> yeah, probably so. Now, yeah, they, yeah. We and you're welcome for the visual. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and another thing about. The, you should have seen the face that Michael just made. Uh, and, it's more and, inward. Uh, yeah, there you go. Uh, but and and all of the programs that you have, uh, you're covering, you know, to to start them young, to to have the young people, the very young people, uh, to start them out, uh, you know, realize hopefully realizing whatever artistic our ability or you know, whatever level that they might come yeah, in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, our program started age um, six, five, and six, our monthly programs. Uh, we're, you know, just now seeing we're, we filled, we're filling them to where we can't take any more kids because of our space. Um, our uh, Wild Mikey Art Adventure, which is our children's festival, that goes down to like three-year-olds can, mm-hmm. can start with that. And that's, you know, 300 kids coming to an event. And back to those other layers, I go like, that's not just about coming and doing five projects in Central Park. I go like, it is a parent and a child doing something together. Or it's a grandparent and a child actually participating in activity, like creating memories. So when they get older, they go like, hey, Grandma, you remember us going to that thing? Or we get free, free T-shirts every year and say, you know, they create, create their own T-shirt. And to be able to, well, they probably outgrow it fairly quickly, but but they're wearing it. Like, I see them around town, and that's just pretty cool to see kids wearing that. Or maybe they wear them their first day of school, whatever. But the whole memories and, like, uh, it kind of relates even to community pride because you go – I've done this activity and you have these positive activities for families and kids that they go like, that was a good place to grow up or I want to stay here or I want to go to college and I want to move back here. That there's, again, those layers of, of things. <laughs> That's not just like, oh, I'm going to cut out a little thing and make it in 10 minutes. 
glue there, there's it to, a lot glue that, it to a piece of construction paper or something maybe like i that. think yeah. too much but yeah. but i i just no, know that that stuff happens and that's basically what we based our podcast around so you just proved that us right so yeah, thank good. you. Good. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Glad but, to participate. Yeah. If, you, if you've been here, we want you to come back. And if you've never been here, if you want to relocate, yeah, come come move here. Yeah. You've got people in the arts community falling into all those categories. Yeah. yeah that's e- true. Exactly. Yeah. And and you t- we talk about that as far as you know, young young people discovering their level of art, of artistic ability they never knew they had. And you know, coming back, you were talking earlier about the arty parties. To me, that's kind of the adult version of that. People yeah, that like, have that have no I'm, clue what. I'm never. I don't like. I can put my. I can say this firsthand. I'm not going to be an artist. I. I don't. But I want to create some art. So let's take two hours and come to an arty party at the Arts Council, and I'm in a, like a non-intimidating environment, and I've got somebody leading me, and like I can do this kind of like follow directions. I can follow directions. Mm-hmm. So I. Two hours go by, and I've created something myself. So I go home. I was like, nah, you know, I'm 50 years old. I still take it to my mother and go, like, here, you have to hang out because you're my mother. <laughs> but, but it's the idea of, like, do we ever get away from wanting to make our mothers proud? Uh, so, that's yeah, that's a whole other layer. I'm going to have to lay down for that one. Hey, exactly. <laughs> for sure. I thought you were Oprah. Hey, that's right. Yeah. You need your own now, now you're, doc- now you're <laughs> laughing yeah. in a Dr. Phil here. Yeah. And, so, so yeah back to making the arts approachable and making them in things like even that those of us who never call ourselves an artist feel like we can participate and that's not not just as an audience or not just as a viewer but actually as a creator so that's kind of fun to um, those programs again like those arty party painting things kind of had a trendiness to them and Hannibal had like three or four of them but the Hannibal like Arts Council, for-profit businesses that, that were, doing them, or doing individuals, them or yeah, individuals. doing them for groups. Um, but we've kind of stuck to it. We kind of laid low for the winter, which we always do. And we just changed it up. We do cake decorating. We do gold yeah. gold leaf. We're doing bracelets with Ava Goldworks in a couple months, or in November, I think. Um, so mixing up the styles, and now we're, we're filling them still. So there's still a need for even us as adults to go... I, yeah, I want to, I see these kids activities going on, but I need, I need to do something as well. So arty parties are filling that kind yeah. of gap. Yeah. Cause yeah. Cause in the beginning, those arty parties were just going crazy. You know, yeah. you, you create, cause it's only been what, two, three, four years ago, something four, like that. Four years, yeah, some, some, four. Something like that. And we and, were doing two a month and now, yeah, we've gone down to like one a month and that's, that's fine. Uh, we have other programs to also create and try new things so we're still doing those and mixing in some new things but even in in Hannibal we're fortunate in that like Brenda Brenda Fisher teaches watercolor every like Monday evening and Tuesday during the day Pat Patricia Gary at Mississippi River Gallery is doing watercolor classes Uh, Pat Kearns teaches Cindy Taylor teaches every Monday at the Arts Council so there are actual more formalized kind of ways to get into the visual arts not to mention guitar lessons and dance and all I mean everything oh, every every kind of art but yeah. like you said you have these um, these classes or these events uh, that makes it fun and approachable and makes it feel like anybody sure anybody. and you got like Bluff City is doing great things with kids through their Yeti program so you've got kids being able to learn theater at a professional theater company mm-hmm. and that I mean if I you know rewind 25 years yeah and look at the arts in Hannibal and now being on, you know, 
being on a podcast or experiencing things like steampunk or do you know or even a diversity days uh in hannibal as a community uh, i've seen great changes like positive um changes yeah because yeah, there was a time yeah you know and we've talked about this before particularly with steampunk there, there may have been some concerns about something that was so completely out of the box compared for Midwest sensibilities necessarily. Right. But, but Hannibal is just the Midwest. Hannibal is just, I mean, we're, we're, we're a tourist community. We are in the business of welcoming people that are coming here from somewhere else. Right. And that has, and that, that sensibility has uh, come with steampunk. I mean, the people that have just, but we're still the show me state and we still Hannibal has to get through that first year. You'd be like, mm-hmm. I'm going to sit back and kind of watch and see how that goes. See how that goes. And I'm like, oh yeah, that was awesome. I'm going to get behind it. Mm-hmm. I mean, that happens too. I uh, think. It absolutely does. For sure. Yeah. yeah as, as new, as new events yeah. keep coming and we, yeah. we welcome new people to town. It's just, uh, it's, it's a marvel. Right. Uh, just to, to see everything. And, and of course you talk about, uh, you talked about the galleries earlier. I gotta, I gotta talk about this every time we talk because the second Saturday of every month, uh, the Arts Council and all of the, how many galleries are there? They're downtown. Uh, four. Four of them downtown. Yeah. Well, and five. Five. Okay. We don't participate. Oh, okay. We'll get into that if you want. Um, it's just people don't cross Broadway. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's really it. Yeah. South, that's south, it. south Main. That's a whole. That's the other I side know. of the tracks. Yeah. There it's you go. It's like the Red okay. Sea. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> There's scorpions, too, I think, uh, well, in the middle of the street. Uh, no, there's, 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 there's people always talk about that going west on Broadway, too, but we're, we're getting there. We're the, getting there. Well, and the reason that Harold is bringing up Second Saturday Gallery uh-huh. Night, I know he is, is because years he ago— He forgets the dates? I No, it's because I mentioned years ago that it's a cheap date night. It is the ultimate sure. cheap date, yes. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, and somebody else provides the wine and the food. <laughs> <laughs> and you can see beautiful art and meet people. And exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wasn't that the day you got a text from your husband while we were doing that? And... I wasn't going to. I'm going to get an angry text. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for that. Yes, I might, have, I might have mentioned that it was a great, it was a frugal date night. <laughs> and my husband. And who, make husband the some, banker, yeah. Which I am also a frugal person. Well, I, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, we're not. Yeah, we're I'm not. I'm not walking around here, no. in, you know, designer no. Duds, no, but I maybe mentioned that it was a great frugal date night. Frugal, and maybe got a that's funny <laughs> a text, <laughs> which I'll get another one. Thank you. Uh, yeah, okay. don't don't mention. I it. think the arts and events downtown are like the yeah, that is all true for mm-hmm. that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, really, Hannibal is it's cheap to live here, and um, that's a good thing. But other, you know, participating in things like you can do that so easily. I don't care if it's the arts or if it's church or if it's a civic organization. You really can't participate. I mean, like people we see complain. Da, 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 da. It's like you know what? You're not participating in this thing we call community, and it's it's like I mean, <laughs> it's not the yeah. You're not participating. Like I would like a night at home. I would love a night at home. It's like there's something <laughs> to me, something to do. But you also have to have your eyes open to see it, and I think that's kind of different. Like. I'm cool with just walking downtown and getting a cup of coffee. That's entertainment, okay? That's great. We can do that. There's more than one coffee shop. Um, you can go to a 
pork steak barbecue in the park, and that's like five bucks or whatever. You can come to an art event. You can go to a concert association for like ten bucks for a concert if you have a season ticket. Like people would go out, go to great lengths to go to St. Louis to and spend ten times as much gas money, do all this other things. And we have amazing opportunities in the arts here through theater and performances and visual art and special events all the time. Like, I, I just don't think you, not that you don't want to, you have to leave town, but you can stay here and have a good time. Have a great experience. And, I feel and, like we need to end with a round of applause or something. Uh, there, there you go. But, but for those who are listening and going, well, yeah, it all sounds good. I need a good reason to come. Well, there's your good reason right there. If we have not, in the last 29 and a half minutes, if we have not given you a good reason uh, to, to come to Hannibal, if you, you needed really one, listening. you were not paying attention. <laughs> so you need to pay attention and, uh, and, and take this in the arts community or whatever your reason might be. The fact that you can get a house and a church and a parking lot you know, for, for <laughs> one money it, 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 yeah, comparatively cheap as uh, compared to the coasts or whatever, then then there is your reason. Michael Gaines, mm-hmm. thank, thank you so much for joining us. You're welcome. We, we appreciate it very much. Yeah. What, what more can we say? Oh, that is it. We have done all, all damage we can do when it comes to episode 19 of the Rivertown Review podcast. I'm Harold Smith. And I'm Megan Rapp. Thank you for joining us, and uh, we will see you next time. Thank you for joining us for Rivertown Review, the podcast. For more information on all things Hannibal, visit our website, rivertownreview.com. If you have comments, questions, or suggestions for future episodes, please email us at rivertownreview at gmail.com. And be sure and join Megan and Harold next time for Rivertown Review, the podcast. <laughs>